0: The Talker Brothers Podcast. About me. About me. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, health, and real issues that face our
1: community. These people here, what they do, they for real. All straight with no chaser. And a splash of comedy. they <laughs> very funny. This is Talker talk- talk Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going.
0: And now your hosts, GoD and Smash.
1: what's happening everybody it's your boy GoD.
2: it's your boy smash coming at you
1: I want to welcome you guys to another episode of the talking brothers podcast yeah we got a guest on hand with us today we got a, a special treat for all our listeners out there we got btg out from cali what's going on btg chilling chilling, chilling fellas how we doing
2: doing oh, good
0: i'm doing
1: lovely good. man it's, is it hot cali like it is down here in texas Man, it's a
0: different type of heat, man. <laughs> I, it's a different type of heat. Like, it's, I, like, I've heard, I haven't been I haven't been to Texas since I was a little kid. But I've heard, you know what I'm saying, y'all got like that oven heat. It might start raining down the street. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got desert heat. So it's like, it's kind of like the heat when you walk outside. It it, it like pops you in the face.
1: It's not smothering. It just pops you in the Tyler, face. Sometimes I've been to Cali, it's... it's... It's like the humidity here, kind of. It's hot, but it, the, the humidity actually moistens your skin. You know what I'm saying? It makes you sweat. But there, it's just straight dry heat to me. It's just like it's like frying pan heat. There's no no relenting <laughs> on that heat.
0: Yeah, the attitudes
1: like we our attitude go up in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah
0: you know the driving is different. Uh, if you try to talk to women down here, it's different. So you can't take it out on them. They just, it's just hot. That's the excuse. It's, a, it's our excuse for everything. Anytime we get attitude or we switch
1: over in the lane without using our blinker, it's hot. It's just hot. I just thought that was normal for Cali, just know, right? regardless of the weather.
0: Oh, no, it's normal. We just use that for it. Excuse? excuse. So we get away <laughs> here. Both
1: Both. Definitely. So give us, listeners, tell the listeners about yourself, BTG bail the a great uh nothing just a
0: regular old pedestrian from los angeles california i uh, made it to 35 you know that's a that's that's a clap right there oh yeah uh, <laughs> oh yeah because you know that that mouth mile, that milestone to, to 21 was it was rough it was rough uh yeah. so making it to 35 married with kids and you know that's it, man. Uh, a, a part-time part-time coach, full-time father, full-time provider,
1: black man in America, black man from L.A. That's what so you have two podcasts, the BTG for President and Open Run with BTG. Fill us in on, on what, you, what you talk about. Uh, well, BTG for President
0: uh, has nothing to do with politics at all uh the way i can the way i came up with this show i actually didn't come up with the show title it's i'm a part of the rare Signers network and the flag show is a no nonsense show from uh my my boys out there based in atlanta everybody go check out that show that's the flag show that's my brother's hey, and beyond beyond is the main host of the the Egg mic what i call him um he came up with it. He actually forced me into the podcast game along with my boy, Teddy D, from uh, the Black Astronauts, and they just forced me into the game because I was listening to so much podcasting, and I was supporting so many podcasts by sending feedback via uh, voicemail or, you know, email, written emails. They was like, man, you might as well just have your own show. Right. And I'm like, uh, I don't know did they force me to do it so a year later I think coming up in about two about two more two or three more weeks it'd be my one year anniversary for uh, B- uh, BTG for president and then just a few weeks later I started open run with BTG which is my sports show big
1: ups for that man because I know we to, to just be consistent is it's it's hard dealing with everyday life because you know we do it because we love it, not because we get paid for it. So <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not getting paid for it. I know,
2: right? <laughs> I know the feeling, bro.
1: So you know, and and, and I, I met him through a, a, a mutual acquaintance. Big shots out to my boy Murph
2: from Big Murph
1: uh, from, <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, we had like an instant instant connection. I was like, I have to have this dude on the show. We talked for, we did the show, and we probably talked about, chopped it up about two hours after the show, man. So we had uh, a lot okay. of things in common. So I was like, man, you know what? Just go ahead, get this thing started. Let the world know who we are. Hit your opinions over, with our opinions. So that's, that's definitely a good thing, man. A brotherhood is real. Brotherhood is real. No doubt, no doubt. But I was sitting here, being that as we coming off of uh, the Hall of Fame induction weekend, Um, It was just so good to just have some football, man, just to hear some plastics knocking into each other, regardless if they're going to make the team or not. I was excited to hear it. But one thing that stood out to me uh, this weekend was T.O. He decided to boycott the Hall of Fame, and instead of him giving his speech in Canton, he decided to do it at Tennessee Chattanooga. So I just had to ask you guys, do you really think it was a selfish thing for him to do that? And not go to Canon, or do you think it was it's cool for him to do what he did?
0: No, I, th- I thought it was, I thought it was actually dope. Now with him, you know, he had a personal beef with the writers. We already know this, uh, so he stuck it to him and he kept his word. So I can roll with that. Now, if other players do it in the future, I would I would actually like to see that because he went back to his album, you know, his uh his old school. You know right. what I'm saying? So I feel like they should have that option. I know it's a tradition. Some traditions are made to be broken. You know, in this case, you know, there was a beef right there. And he didn't bow down, and he kept his word, and he did things his way. Frank Sinatra. So, I got to roll with it.
2: Nah, I agree. I agree with you, man. I, I agree 100%. Like, um, it's just typical T.O. I mean, like, he, he did it his way. Um, you know, the, the writers, which... I, I don't understand either why the media has a say-so when who goes to the Hall of Fame when they haven't played the sport themselves. So I think T.O. did the right thing, man. He played with a chip on his shoulder. His stats prove that he belonged in the Hall of Fame and in, in the Hall of Fame at first round or first ballot. So I don't understand why he was shunned. And I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. He did it his way, and like like uh, BTG just said, so I I I'm 100 percent behind TO on this one. He, it wasn't it wasn't nothing malicious behind it. I don't think.
1: Nah, and I, I agree totally, man. It's just I wouldn't the way uh, TO's career has gone, I wouldn't expect nothing less. That's just the way to end it. You know what I'm saying? The same way he started it, the same way he ended it on his his terms, his way, and. Again, with, with all these writers, I'm like you, Smash, why do you have a vote? You know, it, it should be, it's a it's a, a half of, of your peers. So why should somebody that's not your peer be able to vote you in? And I, you know, I understand, like, I don't agree with all the antics that he did because he didn't get in. Because there. think about it, there's a lot of the players that was ahead of him that should have got in. And at some point in time, we knew he was gonna make the haul. But I have no qualms and no beef at all with him saying, hey man, I just wanna do it my way. You, you guys don't accept me for who I am, then I'm gonna do this on my terms. And, and I don't have a problem with it at all. You know yeah. what I do You know what I do have a problem with though? What's that? I got a problem
0: with what they labeled him. They labeled him a rebel. And to me, we already knew he was oh, yeah. emo- he's an emotional player. Mm. That's that's oh, what it yeah. is. is. A, I mean, okay. Can I ask you guys uh, what 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 football oh. team y'all y'all represent? Atlanta, Orleans, Saints, all day, of course. <laughs> okay, so good. We can talk about this <laughs> team then. I hate Dallas. I think he got. I think Tio got one of the top five uh, celebrations of all time by putting that damn football right there in the middle of the field on that star. <laughs> <laughs> I loved every bit of that. I loved every single bit of that. But the <laughs> thing is they called him a rebel. They called him a rebel because he stood up against he stood up against the shield. Right. right. But, yeah, we, but yeah. he was he was just an emotional player. We talking about the same cat that was crying that was crying uh about Tony Romo. Yeah,
1: yeah. and he I mean he wears he's the type of player that wears his emotions on his sleeve. He doesn't hide anything. But for them to call him a rebel, I mean, to me, that's what it is. I mean, a person, you know, who's who fights against, resist against establishment. And that's he's the type of person that if if it's wrong to him, then he's gonna speak on it. You know, just like when he was going through the issues with him, uh doing the push-ups and sit-ups in the driveway and all that kind of stuff. It's just that's just who TO is. I yeah, like that one. Too. It, that's just who he is, you know. So, yeah, he's a bit of a rebel. For sure he is. And that's like a badge of honor.
2: <laughs> I don't... <laughs> nah, T- T.O.R. would be one of my favorite, man. He he brought the entertainment to the game, man. It- you know what I'm saying? Like, he would do his little antics, like, uh, going to the, shaking some pom pom eating some popcorn, but that's what it was. But if you want to go and call people rebel, you could say that about Ocho Cinco. You could say about Randy Moss when Randy Moss said he uh, he plays when he wants to. He takes plays off. You uh, Even when Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin was a show off back in Dallas when they were going through their thing. So it's just a wide receiver thing, man. Them dudes play with confidence because that's just how they built. And I, I never had a problem with T.O. I always liked all his antics because, to me, he was entertaining. But whatever he said, he went out on that field and backed it up. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, my favorite my favorite um, saying from Randy Moss, when he got that fine and that reporter asked him, so how you going to pay this fine? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> that that will <was, laughs> always go down in history to me. So keeping with that theme, how do you feel that – this will play as far as other inductees going forward. you think somebody thinks it's going to be a trend or you just think it's a fad
0: um I think it depends on who the player is um I don't you know I I I want it to become a trend you know because the NFL the NFL we we love the NFL but the NFL is so stuck up they're so stuck up we just got touchdown celebrations back. Um it's just they it's like they 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 try their best to control the athletes. They actually control their athletes more than probably any other league. Um, so I, I would like to see these players go out and do different things. You know, if a player wanna go back to his high school and, and and accept his gold jacket there, then that's that's dope. If he wanna go back to his college or, you know, his elementary or something like that, let it be.
1: Yeah, I agree. And, and, and that's and and with that which what you saying that 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 brings up a good point that you're right the NFL wants you to do it their way or no way at all at some point you know if he's an inductee you know accepting for who he is and, and they should have been you know they should have had cameras there and had a big screen and and televised this one of your honorees you know what I'm saying so you you, you don't even have this chronicled in your induction you know what I'm saying it's so you usually- this is something that you right they should have they should have met him halfway some some kind of and way with, with this situation.
2: That's something I thought they were going to do. I thought they were at least going to stream it to the people that was in Canton for the, you know, official ceremony. And I was kind of disappointed about that, that they, you know what I'm saying? Like, he did it his way. And... If you if you really look at it, man, a lot of the players be trying to do you know stuff outside the NFL. That's why like every time a game come on, they introduce themselves. They'll say they college or they'll say they high school because you know they just trying to do something different. But they trying to get away from this strict NFL, and I don't understand why they being so strict now. Like these guys out here, they they're entertainers. I mean, they're athletes, but they're entertainers for the NFL itself. You know what I mean? On the business aspect, they're entertainers. So. Let them entertain.
1: Yeah, and, it, and it's a complete contrast from the NBA to the NFL. And 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 with the NBA, they let those let their players be who they are, do what they want, but to a certain extent, the NFL is not having it at all. You know, and you would think, you would think with a league like that. And these guys got these helmets on, you can't really see their faces. You would think that you would let their personality shine and, and be able to let them connect with their fans. But the NFL is they know the NFL is so big that they can't they can uh, they can do these type of things and get away with it.
2: Yeah. That's true.
1: Yeah, they really can. I mean, because they've been getting away with it until yeah. someone until
0: someone actually steps up like a T.O. And come on, I've never seen somebody run t- to the middle of the field and do that celebration. I've never seen that.
1: But one thing about <laughs> that era right there, which, which was exciting, which caused them to put that rule in place, is, is like everybody was trying to one-up each other. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Just like with Joe Horn going underneath the underneath the the uh, field goal, pulling out the cell phone. Call it on the phone, it was just so many good... <laughs> so many good. Right there. <laughs> it was so yeah. many good celebrations that, you know, I think we'd have got out of hand with it, but it just was so much fun to see it.
2: And that, that was the peak of football to me. That's when it was, like, at its peak, and then they instituted all these new rules, and that's when it kind of started going down just a little bit because everybody was like, oh, man, you done stopped the fun that we were having. I mean... That's why I said Ocho Cinco was out there doing all kind of crazy stuff.
0: In a a minute, we're about to play sideline pop. (laughs) (laughs) That's what is about to come down.
1: Yeah, and well, I'm a big proponent of of change as 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 far as safety for for players. Um, My biggest thing, which I've been screaming to the heavens, is just take the face mask off the helmet. If you want to see it get better, take that face mask off. Nobody's gonna still they'll stop sticking their head in there, but. People look at me crazy when I say that, but it's a rugged sport. It's a gladiator sport. If you sign up for it, you know what you get. Good consequences, bad consequences. But it's changing, man. I think the game will change. It's just a matter of, you know, we know better, we're gonna do better. So looking, I was checking out the Shadow Act, Shadow and Act, and came across a disturbing story that they're trying to remake Uptown Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> and for me. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And then I scrolled down and I see Michael D. Lee is in talks to director. I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, he, D. Lee got some, he a good director. But then, read further, it says Kevin Hart is supposed to star in this. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, <laughs> this might turn ugly. <laughs> so, do you guys think that if Kevin Hart does this, because they got some some heavy hitters, Will Smith is involved in it, uh, Kenya Barris is involved in it, so there's off off camera, there's a lot of people that I trust, but I just don't trust Kevin Hart to be able to fill the shoes of Sydney Poitier and and Peel's Bill.
0: You gotta give him a chance though, Goldie. You gotta give him a chance. Hey, look, the important the important person hasn't come along yet. They haven't named who the co-star yet. You know, if they throw Eddie Murphy in there, or Martin Lawrence, uh, they might, they might even throw his nemesis in there, uh, Mike Epps. Oh, man. You know man. what I'm saying? That would be, oh, they, that would yeah. be classic. Be, see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? You put Mike Epps in the reason, there. That'd be a, ugh.
1: My That's what I'm hard. saying. The
0: reason why I like it, the reason why I like it is because I'm a fan of remakes if they do it right. Because we're talking about classics and nowadays these youngsters they need to know the classics so if this is it some things need need not be touched
1: and uptown saturday night just it's sacred bro you just don't touch that like anything richard Pryor has made just let it be don't touch it uh you know do we we see a trend going on right now with all this remakes where where is our creativity can we not develop our own classics and i agree with you that the youngsters need to see these type of films but they need to see it in its original form yep. not in a remake form but hey if you don't if you
0: don't appreciate the the, the respect uh, uh of them going back and trying to remake a classic we wouldn't have the music that we have now well not today but you know back in the 90s <laughs> the '90s was full of uh the 90s was still in all kind of uh, uh, samples and things across the board.
1: That's different. I, I, now it's different when it comes to music? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's totally different because there are... It's not different, but it is different because it's music to me. Music, I want to hear how somebody can recreate a a, a a song and see how they can flip it. But when you're looking at something, a, a cinematic... um. Uh, interpretation I don't want that to be because you can do it you can do a bad interpretation of it with cinema music you, you know you, you hit a hit or miss and it, it kind of goes to the wayside but for a classic like this I just think it needs to be left alone I, I, I don't surprise I don't see Sidney party running up the street talking about hell no we can't have this going on like this <laughs> but like you said that second person I think that's going to be pivotal to it because to me you know Kevin Hart is really not that not that funny to me you know you and go. it's like <laughs> if if he goes into this and try to to do like he normally does i just don't think it's going to come off well he has to have that supporting cast to pull this off that's what i'm gonna say his movies
0: is like you know if they come on tv and there's nothing else to watch all right family let's let's just watch this he's funny <laughs> he's not hilarious you know what I'm saying? Well, we we grew up on I grew up on Eddie Murphy, uh Martin Lawrence, Bill Bellamy, uh Dave Chappelle. Hilarious. He's just yeah. funny. And it's cool because that's the, the kids these that's their Eddie Murphy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it, you got to you got to let, let them have something.
2: It's funny that you say Eddie Murphy cuz I no was reading that, that article and it said in 2012 they were in talks with uh Eddie Murphy, Denzel Washington, and Martin Lawrence. Now that might would have been a cool remake right there with those that cast of characters cuz that would have been Denzel's kind of on your Sydney Portier level and then you got Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. That I could see that, but Kevin Hart, he's just too silly to play in this role for me. Like he he don't have any serious type acting chops in him.
1: Yeah, it's such a for him to to take on this role, it's like that's the wrong way for him to transition into a different genre. And, you know, you you speak of Eddie Murphy, you speak of uh, Martin Lawrence, you speak of of all these greats. They were out to create classics. You know what I'm saying? They weren't out to remake classics. They were out to create classics. And I think that's part of what's wrong with, with cinema today is that nobody's really reaching to go out and get that classic that classic movie created. It's just like, there's just so many remakes nowadays. I mean, they're remaking, it's so bad, man, they're remaking TV shows. I mean, come on, man, where is the creativity? And and, and I'll say this, there's a lot of creativity for us, but I don't see a lot of creativity coming down the pipe that's representing them because it's a lot of remakes. You know, you got stuff like, like, like Wade putting out Chicago. You know, it's a lot of good things out there. You got, that's that's depicting original content. You know what I'm saying? That, that we hold, hold in high regards. I mean, there are great shows that I love that's that's not uh, a black show, you know, like uh, The Big Bang Theory. I think that's classic TV. Yeah. But those type of things are cr- creator great. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be, for him to want to, for Kevin Hart to want to get into the pantheon of great comedians, he has to have that classic movie he has to have that classic stand-up and I don't think any of do you do you guys think his stand up or any movie that he that he has put out thus far does it equal greater or less than the the previous greats? Great nah. Nah. nah no
0: no, nah. not at all nah. in, in, in 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 music terms in music terms he might have and I'm saying might because I'm being generous he might have one classic album. He might have one good stand-up. Other than that, his movies across the board are pretty uh, average or below average. But I know what's going to get him there. You know what he needs to do. He gotta have a training day. He gotta go the bad guy route. But I wouldn't he even take him serious.
2: Him. I could see that.
0: But you gotta give him a
1: chance. Come
0: on, bro. i have given him percent. all he's had.
1: <laughs> Listen, man. He's one of the one of the richest comedians on the scene right now, bro. So he's just my opinion on way much everybody else seemed to love him you know what I'm saying so I'm not I'm not knocking his hustle you know what I'm saying I'm just knocking that his creativity is not up to par to me so let me
2: throw this out to you but y'all. not
1: with no Uptown Saturday Night leave that alone
2: what about what about what about if him and you you name Mike Epps so if Kevin Hart Mike Epps and then a couple more comedians what if they tried to remake Harlem Nights?
0: Oh, I was thinking about that before y'all called it. me, man. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> picking, oh, picking it. I'm picking it. <laughs> so how, you, how it.
2: would you think that? So would you how would you think that'd be? Don't Yo, touch that. We need one of those,
1: Dodie. We need one. Come on. <laughs> Another, Harlem Night. We need original. one. Original, original though. Don't don't remake don't remake Harlem Nights. Do something else. You know what I'm saying? Go do, Com- do go do Compton Days or something. Don't do hard hey, like, Nobody that alone. <laughs> Hey, you don't want nobody touching your alcohol, huh? <laughs> no, not at all. Don't touch that yeah, that's
2: Rick. him. That's him all day. <laughs> <laughs> that boy said Compton Days.
1: <laughs> and I, and, it's just Something, bro. Give me something other than we, we touching classics now. You know what I'm saying? It's like one of my favorite movies all time is life. And if somebody was... I mean, I would just boycott somebody trying to touch life. I mean... I could watch that all day, every day, and my my wife and kids look at me like I'm crazy because I die laughing at this movie like it's brand new. Some things are just priceless, bro. You just well, can't no, I touch hear you, it. you
0: because if they touch Saved by the Bell, I'm gonna be pissed off.
1: I'm going down to Hollywood. To <laughs> that boy said Saved by the Bell. <laughs> saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. Don't touch it. All right. Let's delve into that. Why Saved by the Bell? Hey, man, B-G-G. that's what I grew up off of, man. I love it. I, I'm,
0: I'm a sucker for like school shows and mm-hmm. movies that, that that got something with, with school in it, high school and stuff. I I was just a sucker for that. And I mean, I, Zach, that's my guy. I got a Zach Jersey at the house. <laughs> Who didn't
1: like Lisa? Come on now. <laughs> what was it with Bayside? What was the school name? Bayside yeah, High? Bayside, Look, we, we, all <laughs> See, <laughs> we all watched it. See, I'm undercover watching myself. We all watched it. We all undercover fans, but yeah. you the first one on Wax that it. <laughs> he
2: said, don't touch Say by the bell. Oh, man. Dang. I don't know what, what I would, don't want them to touch if, if we go in that route.
1: I mean, it's a lot. But you got to think about it, man. We lived into a grand time. We lived in the grand era, bro, in the, in the 90s. The '80s, the early, late '80s, and the '90s—it's like so much original content that we got to see. So many great things happen, and now we we're getting to that that other side, and it's like they keep reaching back and trying to mess with what we hold dear. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's some things you just. It just needs to be left alone you know but, just... but
0: but the way the world is now and the entertainment that they're giving us now sometimes i want to go back i want to get in that time machine
1: yeah you know what i'm telling oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah 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 because i know for sure i'm tearing, i'm listening to music bro and it's like if i'm if i take a 45 minute ride right i can start off listening to some new music and, and probably about 15 20 minutes into the ride I'm all, I'm back in the 90s bro I'm stuck in the 90s <laughs> I
0: know you're going right back to the 90s I'm stuck, I'm there, stuck bro. there bro Jody, When I die and I meet the Lord I'm going to say look Lord Thank you for
1: 1990 all the way to 99 <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that Where do you feel That As far as um, Movies wise Where do you feel that like this is going to can this can this table be turned let me say that as far as what what do you mean as far as us just just as, as far as us being able to to take over the industry because if we're doing some great things as far as as far as us goes and do you think that the tide of turn for us to be just continuously growing into that um, into our own I mean you got people like you know like Oprah Winfrey with her own network and uh Tyler Perry and uh, Lena Waithe with with Chicago. It's just like there's so much you got. Dan- you got Glover with you know with Atlanta and the different things that he's doing music-wise. Do you think that we're going to see that catapult us into something big, or you think it's just a uh, just a moment in time? No, no, we got it because shout out to Oprah because Greenleaf. Oh, that's one of my shows too. Before I'm gonna cut you off here real quick. Do you watch you watch Greenleaf? Do you watch uh Queen Sugar too? No. Man, get on that Queen Sugar. Am I the only dude watching this? If you say if you sign off on it <laughs> then I'm gonna go watch it. But look, I'm gonna tell you right now, if it's not good. It's dope. I'm I'ma call you at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> well you you complain to the voicemail. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nah, he'll be up. He'll be up. <laughs>
0: no, nah, but I think we got I think we got it because we are creating I mean, you know, I, I, I get it. This is the era of trying to remake the classic 90s, but they are coming up with, uh, some great shows. Even Netflix is coming up with some good, um uh, what do what they call them? Netflix originals. You know what I mean? And, and we playing a part in that. Like, like you said, Oprah, you know, Will Smith, um, we got a lot of up and coming young talent. And I think, you know, it can't be, it can't be dismissed. You know, we got a, a lot of flavor over here. So, you know. Black you
2: know Black Pantsy did a. it helped us a lot. It helped us a lot. See, I'm on I'm on the fence with this question because I I agree with you to a certain point, BTG, because like we, we do have it. Like you got the Oprah, you got uh Tyler Perry who bought up a old army base in Atlanta to make his um, you know, movie lot. So I mean that's that's big, but then it's us when you turn around, there's certain of us that just want to see the ratchet, like a movie, like Choices, like or
1: Have you, you know seen what I'm saying, choices?
2: or or what was the what was the you know what I mean, like we can't get ahead because they just want to see them type of movies, and it's in like TV. man, we we trying to get past that. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: but smash! We ain't gonna never stop watching movies like that. <laughs> you know... <laughs> As hey, um, as long as they still as long as they still making Kool Aid packages, they ain't gonna never stop
2: watching movies like that. In <laughs> heavy sugar, please. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I, I I think we we we're there. We just need uh, more people that step up who have that money behind them, and because there's great writers out there, like like you were saying, Lena Wait, and then um, what's my girl? um what's her name, Mara, or, I can't think of her last name right now, man, it's killing me, man, she, uh, did, like, oh, Mara, uh, Brock, Brock, what is it, Brockwell, she did, the uh, like, shows, like, uh, Girlfriends, she done did, like, Mary Jane, Being Mary Jane, you know, Black Lightning, like, that lady right there, she be writing, man, Mara Brock Akil, that's her name, and if we can get our writers up there, man, I don't see why, like, Tyler Perry and Oprah and whoever can't get up here and produce this stuff, man.
1: Yeah, and again, we gotta just support. I mean, you think about somebody like Ryan Coogler, who I mean, everything he touched has turned to gold. Everything he's touched has turned to gold. So I think we're it's just a matter of how do we get there? Do we go through the the, the, the normal channels, like the Black Panther? Yeah, the Black Panther made a ton of money. But I really would love, I really would love to see the breakdown of how much is that trickled back to to our blackness versus um, made the normal made Hollywood richer. You and I, I, I kind of lean on making Hollywood richer versus it being trickling back. So it's, it takes like the Tyler Perry, the Oprah Winfrey's, and, and those type of people to to rein these people in and open your pocketbooks and pay them accordingly to to be able to make that next great black hit. And I, I don't think it's going to come from the normal silver screen. I think it's because you think about, like I'm saying, you got Uptown Saturday Night. Here's a remake, a, a classic black movie that that is owned, that's not owned by us. And they want to remake it. They want to remake it with us, hoping that it, it takes off. But then if we were to sit back and, and just join forces with each other, there's enough resources between us to make that classic hit on our own and, and be able to share that wealth greater versus the way it's being shared right now. Whereas Hollywood always wins at, at the end of the day. Well,
0: well, the, 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 what you just said was we need to, we got to come together. So we got to put those egos to the side. If If Oprah, Will, and Tyler Perry... You know, come, can come together. Then it trickles down to the to the Eddie Murphys and the and the Martin Lawrences and the Denzel Washingtons and so on and so on. Then we can make something happen. The Ice Cube can't forget about Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So yeah. you know, yeah. we want to. We we we're not going to have a classic until we sit there and say we're going to come together and we're going to make this film. But right. it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened yet. Everybody's going to go their separate way and say, look, I need funding for this. I need this, that, and the third. Or they're going to say, you know what? Let's give this guy a chance. Marvel is just not giving the... They're not giving Marvel movies out to black cats like that.
1: They're not. Right. And that's my point. Keep your own. Keep your own. And there's enough black creativity that just needs that resource. If they can get that resource. And I think we have enough resource. I mean, come on, man. LeBron James has opened a revolutionized school and you think he paying for all of it? No, he came together, he spoke up and made it happen. I think this can happen, but I mean, I understand your point. I mean, the egos are egos. I mean, right now, Michael Epson and Kevin Hart beefing with each other. I'm still trying to understand this beef, but you're right. I mean, if they can put their egos down and I think we'll get it done. Well, the thing is, though, the one thing that they got over us
0: is they got the history. And what I mean by, by that is that We talk about Marvel, look at Marvel. Marvel has been here for, you know, for ages. You know what I'm saying? Look at Star Wars, you know what I'm saying? So when you look at the two top films that that gross the most, what are they? One of them is Star Wars, the other one is the Marvel flick.
2: And and you gotta realize, yeah, and with that history, you got to realize that, that uh, Black Panther, it, it's been a um, comic book for years. It's just that, you know what I'm saying? So all these Marvel heads, and that's what made Black Panther so big too because all the Marvel heads were going to come out anyway because it was a Marvel movie. But then us black folks, we, we got together and said, hey, we're going to go support it, and it just made one of the biggest movies. But uh, like he's saying with that history, the the Black Panther actual comic book has been out for years. People just wasn't for up years. on it. Cause,
1: Right, yeah, people don't right. read and the that, comic books, so and and but that's my point why, like, Marvel is its own entity, right? DC Comics and Marvel are their own entity. You can go to these people and say, Hey, let me make this movie, you know what I'm saying? Like, they weren't making it, but the thing but, is, Marvel belongs to them as a whole. We don't yeah. have a Marvel, we don't
0: have a Marvel universe, that's what I'm saying. So, all these classic characters that we grew up watching. If we even even if we go to them and say, look, let me get this, let me get um, uh, you know, Jubilee, let me go get, let me get Wolverine, you know, let me do it my way. They're gonna be like, all right, fine. Here, you can have this budget. If it if it if it uh, makes a big splash, they still getting paid because it's still under Marvel. We don't have a Marvel.
1: Yeah, I I so get that, but those Marvels, thing. right? But those are their own entities. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like Marvel is not. Uh, um, it's not like I don't know who owned Marvel outright at this point but what I'm saying is like Universal Pictures or Sony or Fox they don't own that comic you know what I'm saying so it, anybody can make that film you know what I'm saying Lionsgate or whoever else could come around and say hey here's a character that, that's dormant let me make this character you know what I'm saying nobody had the idea and then right now I don't think because of the way that the era right now is it's all these superhero movies and tv shows we're just in that era right now you know what i'm saying so it just made sense for them to see okay let's let's throw a bone out there and see if it bite and it happened to blow up because we've been waiting for this for so long but i don't see why we can't dig into those crates and pick that black character and say let's make it our way you know what i'm saying and where that funding and that money and them resources will be spread out further towards us versus hollywood winning in the end again because again this is one of the biggest movies of that year you know what i'm saying we came out in droves to support this movie i mean we can't get turned out like that for voting but they all came out in droves to to watch this movie so who well, won we know, that we, we, know,
0: we know why they went to go see the movie rather than vote because <laughs> they believe they believe more they believe more that Wakanda than they do uh, with politics right oh, that's a whole other story though but the thing is though, no, I get that part you know it's the character and, and we'll and we'll flourish on that but I, what I'm talking about is we need to make our own universe so instead of digging in yeah. the crates go create your own crates yeah,
1: crate. yeah Now, nah, okay I get that point yeah definitely I'm on board with that I'm on board with that yeah you, you're 100% correct there. Let them have their characters. And we create our own, basically. do we'll make our own characters. And we want to go that route. Right.
0: That's the only way we're right. going to eat 100%.
1: That makes sense. Makes sense. I'll buy, I'm buy. i buying that. I'm buying that. So, we getting long on the hour here. Um, we're going to get to this wrap-up. So, Smash, what you got on deck for the wrap-up this week?
2: Oh, man. I'm want to give a shout out to these uh four harvard or four amazing women who uh will have big legacy at harvard as they go forward uh dr claudine gay she'll be the new dean of faculty of arts and science and then professors tomiko brown nagin and bridget terry long are deans of the ratcliffe institute for Advanced Study and the Graduate School of Education. And then last but not least is Michelle Williams. She'll be the first woman to serve as the School of Public Health. So big shout out to these black women that's doing big things at Harvard University.
1: Big shout out. That's that definitely, I also seen where uh, I was trying to find it but I couldn't find it where the, there was a group of black students graduating from Princeton. So it's good to see a little, a little color in those ancient halls. Oh, yeah. Doing good things. Yep. So, so for look at me... My, look at my
0: cousin.
1: Ahead. I said, look at my cousin.
0: <laughs> That's your cousin. That's my cousin. <laughs> they ain't even my cousins, my aunties,
1: you know what I'm saying, or my distant mama. <laughs> Some Someway, somehow, I'm in agreement with that. <laughs> so, for my wrap-up today, man, this is this has had me Olympian Cullen Jones offering swimming lessons to fight stereotype that black people don't swim. <laughs> so big shots out to him because I know that some say the stereotype is false, but I think it's depends on where you are. Here where I am, it's so true. I, I come across so many people that are afraid afraid of the water, not to, not to learn how to swim, just afraid of water, period. So for him to, to reach out and, and Start at a grassroots level and, and want to give these swim lessons, big shots out to <laughs> big shots out to Cullen Jones for that. I'm not buying that, Goldie. You're not, Why not? No, with all the money in
0: the world, I'm not buying that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i not buying I'll speak on I speak on LA in a minute, but I'm gonna get down to the south. It's so hot out there. There's no damn way y'all didn't learn how to swim.
1: Hey man. My wife. My wife doesn't know how to swim. Smash wife wife doesn't know how how to swim. I got at at least twenty homeboys that refuse to touch the water. If they do touch it, it's waist high just to bounce around a little bit. (laughs) But we're talking about swimming waist high. (laughs) (laughs) We talking about swimming. Nah, they're not doing that, bro. They're not doing it. And it's
0: (laughs) yeah. We so y'all. So y'all telling me. Y'all telling me out here we used to go to the local park or in my case it was actually the high school that I went to they had a gym I mean they had a uh, they had a pool right next door it was it wasn't art it wasn't the high school pool but it was on the same you know on the same block right next to each other and the way if you wanted to go to 12 feet and this should be universal if you wanted to go to 12 feet you had to swim from the rope Mm -hmm. to the other to to the sidewalk back Mm -hmm. and forth yeah. other times I, I ain't gonna lie. A couple of times I didn't make it go to you, but you know I'm a, you know. Boy, <laughs> it, I'm a, hey, I am it. Hey, hey, I'm a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn, so it's no excuse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but no, that's all I seen was cats jumping off the diving board. The only ones that didn't like it was the girls or the women who didn't want to get their hair messed up. That was it. And even then they had a jerry curl cap or something like that that they put on if they had to. Yeah, and
1: my sister's gonna hate me for this because my, you know, my sisters rock jerry curls. And they definitely stuffed them things in a cap. But we just wanted to learn how to swim. Well, I mean you know, where I grew up in New Orleans, we we went to a day camp called at Dillard, at Dillard uh University, right? And we had to You know, you had the lanes and you had the levels, level one through four, man. And you see the dudes diving off the high dives, and now you, man, I want to get there. You know, so you had to learn how to swim. So at the end of the summer, that you can get on them high dives, you know. So, but it's whether you believe it or not, it's more of them that's not swimming and less of us that are swimming. You know, because it's like you go to the pool party, how many people actually in the pool? (laughs) Well, you know, with that, come on now, you can't use that one. You not
0: gonna get ah. that one on me. We go ah. to the pool party. We go to the pool party and show Man, our clothes off. I go to the pool off. party.
1: I'm, I'm trying to swim, and have a good time. Get it's a pool, pool party, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the I'm getting in the pool. That's just what it is, you know. I can still I'm getting get in the pool too. They shoot, so I can still, you know, back in my day, I could still holler at them with my, with my clothes soaking wet. It didn't get my swim trunks on. It didn't make a difference, you know. So oh,
2: that was but even better. Shoot.
1: Nonetheless, you know, we're not gonna discredit Cullen Jones for his his offering swim lessons. Those that need to learn how to swim, please get out there and learn, man. Let's break this stereotype. What you got? What you got BTG? Okay, so being out here from LA, man, we got this uh we got this league called the Drew
0: League, um very historical league that uh we've been having for years. You know, my dad played in the Drew League. Um and then also, we got this, you know, <laughs> the JBL League. We also, well, we got the ZBL League, which is the Vintage Beach League, and that, that's that, that. I would say that's right under the Drew League, you know, because the Drew League over the years, uh, in the beginning, we just had a lot of uh, LA players from the city who made it to the league or who was in college will come back in the summertime and play in the Drew League. Well, when that when that lockout, when that second lockout happened that's when we finally got the Kobe's to come. Uh, LeBron has played in it. KD has played in it. And since then, you know, it's been every season you you could find a a couple of teams or two uh, with, you know, with some NBA players on it. You know, because they're all friends now. Uh, The the VBL League is kind of like the same thing uh, because of Venice Beach. And then now you got the the JBL League, (laughs) which is uh, ran by LeVar Ball. And, you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and it was a cat from Chicago, and he was asking his city personally, like, yo, why we don't have leagues like this? And when I look around, uh, there's not a lot of leagues like that. And the, the Drew League is a black-owned league. VBL, right. I can't really speak for. JBL, that's a black-owned league. You know what I'm saying? Dykeman in, in New York, there's a league up in Miami. And it's like, we need those, you know, we need those type of leagues, not just, not just to say we got a black basketball league or we got a black football league or anything like that, but because the players that come back, players love coming back to their city. And not only that, what about showcasing the up and coming talent? You know, in a Drew league, they don't just have pro athletes. They got, they got overseas athletes. They got uh, college players and they got high school players that's playing in this league all at the same time. So you are getting the mixture of different types of competition and skill sets and things like that in age bracket. And I think that needs to be showcased across, you know, if not the world, at least inside the U.S.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and we talked about this off wax yesterday. And the one thing that I do recognize that I think everybody else recognizes as well is that basketball and football is predominantly black. So with it being predominantly black, you take in contrast to the, to the, say, like baseball, which is predominantly white and, um, and Latino, you, they have a system in place where all these other leagues, the Pacific Coast League and all these other leagues that comprise up the minor leagues. And I think that's what, what is missing. Like those type of leagues, like the Drew League, you know, that should be a feeder system to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? The Venice Beach League, yep. you know, those type of things, just like uh, Evelyn Magley right now has her basketball league that's getting ready to start. You know, those need to be the feeder systems. And I agree with you. We just need to have, I think because it's so many of us that participate in this, that they could just care less and rather we um, expound on it to, to make it. You know, just like I told you yesterday, it's like, if you have a, you just love the game of basketball, I love the game of basketball, I love the game of football, and it really doesn't matter where it's being played or who's playing it, you just want to see the game of basketball played, right? Now in turn, if I have 50 bucks, I got a family of five and I got 50 bucks the tickets are $10 a ticket versus the Rockets playing Golden State tonight and the tickets are $300 a ticket, well, where do you think I'm going to take my family? I'm going to go over to, the, to the, the lesser league and watch basketball because I love the sport. You know, you just, the, kids, the kids are going to love it as well. So there is a disconnect between the minor league system in order for this to actually happen. The NBA has to allow others to not just hold on to you have to go through the G League because it's so – because it's only – with basketball, it's only so many spots. But there's so many good kids, so many good players out here. Man, man there's like, so much talent.
0: It's so yeah. much yep. talent. But the thing is, the thing is, some of these players is actually not getting, they're not getting the shot, though. You know what I mean? They're not getting a chance to showcase their talent. Like, I mean, to, to, to truth be told, they they might not, they, they probably didn't have the grades to get into a certain college. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they 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 didn't get the opportunity to go play overseas, but they come back to the Drew League. The Drew League is is that's that's a that's a that's a pretty good league to play in. Okay, I can't speak for any other league. You know, I can't speak for the league in New York. I can't speak for Rocket Park indictment. I can't. I can't speak for the league in Miami. I can't. But I've seen cats play. I my nephew has played against Ron Artest. I, I've seen uh, the, the Drew League is free. You can walk in there and you can watch all those games for free. And I've right. seen players that none of y'all know the names of. Y'all don't know these players. I've seen them cook. I'm talking about cook. Steph Curry with his <laughs> shot, boys. I see them cook these pro players coming up in there. It's a whole totally different battlefield. You know what I'm saying? But they don't get the chance to showcase that talent on a, on a bigger level because I don't know. Maybe that I don't know these GMs or this front offices don't want to take that risk.
1: It leads back to, again, it leads back to that minor league system. It just needs that. If they have that in place, again, here we're bringing up. The adverse circumstances that we have to 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 obtain to make it, right? We have to be highly educated or some form of educated. You gotta go to college. You gotta get great grades in high school, right? You gotta get that scholarship to go to college. You gotta do make good grades. But whereas baseball, hey man, if that Caucasian kid don't they don't feel like going to college and somebody offering them 1.5 million to go play baseball, and he just have to go through the minus leagues the system to get there. No, there's no nothing wrong with doing that. But we don't have that Component in place you know what I'm saying where well, we
0: don't we don't have enough because because the Drew League actually have scouts coming through they do I've seen the scouts come in there they, they've been they've
1: been singled out and of course so you think so you think Frank Nitti gonna get a shot I hope he does if, if Frank I, I'm telling you right now I'm 35 years old
0: if Frank Nitty gets his shot I'm gonna cry you gonna cry I know where he came from right I know where he came from right that's a, that's a project boy right there. <laughs> right. And he played ball. You know what I'm saying? Snoop, you know what I mean? He can't... Snoop them put in the NFL? Yeah. but that, That's just one league, though.
1: We need right. more. Right, and, and that's what I keep going back to this minor league system, man. We don't... We got to take... We can't, we can't always mix education and sports all the time because it's different. You know what I'm saying? It's two different things. If you excel... You know what I'm saying? If I'm a, a math genius... You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be a hoop star. You know what I'm saying? We, we got to stop colliding the two sports together, making them hold these two together, academics and athletics. If you want to be a hooper, you got a hoop dream, allow them to have that hoop dream and, and sort out the avenues to do that. But because of the way we are set up in the United States with basketball and football, because it's predominantly black, that it's not going to happen and i'm totally agreeing with you it's just they just need to open the doors up a little bit and allow like resources to come in to be able to pay these guys because a lot of people don't want to go to college man they just want to play ball and if they want to play ball let them do it well you already know
0: you already know gody it's a, it's a secret and we got to have another show and i'm going to I, i'm going to invite myself back on because we going to yeah. spill it we're going to spill the tea but we already know the reason why they force these kids to go to college, basketball and football, is they gotta make that money. Yep. They, uh, most of these, most of these cats that's in the, uh, that, that go to college, if they if they're destined to go to the league, they're not going to class. That liner had a goddamn ballerina class his senior year. <laughs> Back they're, they're not, they're not, they're not going to class. But those football games, those bowl games, March Madness, that's the revenue right there. You don't get that type of money if, they, if those players is getting scouted out of the Drew League. If they're getting scouted out of the Stoop League, yeah, I would Agreed. like
2: to see a lot of the the rappers get behind this and support these teams.
1: I know I'm snitching on them, but, so but that's that holds true. <laughs> that holds true. And it, until that cycle, that cycle is broken, we just gotta enjoy our summer basketball the way the way we can get it, and and hopefully let a scout give somebody a chance. So we're gonna wrap the show up. But we have an ongoing argument on... Well, I won't say it's an argument. I would say it's a disagreement between me and Smash. So now that we have another brother... Now, he's from the West Coast Smash. So we're going to ask this brother. All right? So Smash is an avid cornhole player. First of all, do you know what cornhole is? No, you got to break that down to him. All right, so that answers the question there. Another tick in my column. We are not playing cornhole. (laughs) So cornhole is basically it's two boards with a hole on it, and you throw these bags there. right into the hole. Right. Oh yeah, I know right, what that right. is. I didn't know that's, that's what right. it's called.
2: Until until you play <laughs> it, that's all I'm. So do say. you
1: play it? Yeah. Okay. Do you have, do you actively seek out the game? No, I think the only time that I play
0: it is. If, I mean, actually, the only time that those Joints <laughs> is out is if like you tailgating at a football game.
2: Until and until what football you play, that's you all at I'm saying. It
0: was the Raiders versus San Diego. We beat San Diego. We own San Diego.
2: See you 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 keep trying to go deep and deep into this. Like the man said, he played cornhole. Just take your L, man. <laughs> take your L.
1: <laughs> no, it's not an L, Smash. <laughs> you you you're, you're saying that we're playing cornhole. That we're just out here playing cornhole. You don't- Hey, that's a professional game too. It is. It is. It is. It is. I like, just finished watching it like two weeks ago, no lie. Like two weekends ago, <laughs> when my wife was watching it, I, I
0: was this, watching
1: the whole thing. And, and that's what started the argument. That's what started the argument because he called me on the phone saying, man, the, the 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 cornhole championships are on. Really? We don't have nothing else to watch but the cornhole championships. And I'm not knocking that we play it because we all competitive. We're going to try to play it. But what I am saying, Smash, look, what you're saying is that we all like I don't have cornhole bowls in my boards in my in my garage. No, I'm not Do saying
2: you? I'm not saying everybody play it. I'm just saying, like, it's out there, man. I'm I'm trying to bring y'all something new. I'm trying to get y'all out of the the same old <laughs> stuff that y'all used to. We get together, everybody wanna play spades. Then next thing you know, there's a fight. Man, throw some corn in the damn hole and call it
0: a day. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I, think, I think hey man, we I got horseshoes, I, right, I see I see what this is. Okay, so I'm gonna have to say I agree with both. I'm gonna agree with Smash because Smash sounds like he knows what to do. But he knows where to hide gun. He knows what to, he knows how to get rid of a body. He, that's what he sounds like. like. I can't go against Smash. Okay. Goldie, I get what you're saying because like I said, the only time that I, I would play it is if it's a, um, you know, if we're, if we're, uh, tailgating or something like that or at a, or exactly. at a picnic or something. But I don't have none of that in my garage.
1: Exactly, and that's my point. It's like, yeah, we'll if we'll try anything, you know what I'm saying? If we had, we'll try it, but it's not nothing. This dude is an avid cornhole player. He has. Matter of fact, Smash, before this night ends, make sure you take a picture of that those boards so we can put it up so we can let let all the Because we educating people. Like BTG said he playing it. They didn't know what the game was called. He was just playing it because it was competitive. <laughs> you know, so we gonna play. We're gonna play it. I just
0: don't know if we gon buy it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, right. Cause like I said, you know, I'm I'm not going to no historically black football games, and there we will not be in the cornhole being tossed around. But I get it, I get it.
2: I can't I can't wait to it catches on in the hood, and we start seeing the ratchet cornhole boards out there. Then everybody gonna want it. They gonna have a corn they gonna have a cornhole boards on 30s and and on spinning rims and shit. So I can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> they
0: they gonna, it's gonna it's gonna catch in the hood with one of these rappers do it on one of their videos.
2: Yep, that's yeah. all you need.
0: It's it's let gonna it, have to be it's let, gonna have to be endorsed.
2: Let Drake <laughs> let Drake and Kiki get out there and throw some cornhole and watch it go pop. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: gonna go viral. Huh? <laughs> So we coming to the end of the show, BTG, Bella the Great. Where can our listeners uh, find you? Uh, the same with Instagram. And then, uh, you know, once you follow one of those two uh,
0: platforms, you know, you'll find the, the Facebook. I'm not on there much, but yeah, you can find most of my damage on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you know, uh, my, my page is not private. You can follow me and my family and the sh- shenanigans we go through day to day. And then, uh, yeah, my shows, BTG for President, you know, subscribe to that. No problem with BTG if you want to hear some sports. I am a Lakers fan, I am a Raiders fan, and I am UCLA. All of day, and I,
1: and I could defend all of them. For all our listeners, make sure you check us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we got the group going now on Facebook. Um, come join in join the conversation it's definitely enlightening so with that being said well, all right. much love and we out Citizens of the universe. peace
0: we have returned to claim the pyramid partying on the mothership I am the mothership connection get down in 3D light year groove alright